Hey friends, thanks so much for joining me today. I'm really excited about you being here for this episode. It's an episode about me. I'm actually being interviewed, which I'm really excited for. So please be sure to subscribe, leave some love. You can support in many ways. You can follow me on any of the socials at gift to shift. You can also check me out at gift to shift.com. So like I mentioned earlier, I'm excited. A good friend of mine, Lauren, with her business, Mind Your Business, she was actually a previous guest, interviewed me and I was featured on her show, Take the Stage. And I actually talk about my own inspiration and ability to be able to shift from working in child psychology to being in sales and as a coach for 18 years, I always knew that I had a servant heart. But after burnout, I really decided that I needed to step into my authentic self. And that was really the beginning 18 years ago to serve others as well as myself. And since then, I've grown in my own business in my own coaching practice from a foundation of compassion, authenticity, and clarity. There's lots of pragmatic coaches out there, but my practice really is focused on helping clients and you to connect to your deepest desire, to your deepest foundation so that you can grow from a place of strength and courage and unwavering purpose. And that's essentially what creates successful business, no matter what you're doing. You know, to be able to be grounded in your purpose is really the most important thing. So I really talked today about how you can really move in your practice, in your business without having the results in mind. Obviously, they are important, but preventing this sense of misalignment that it's really about the numbers or really about the end result as opposed to what your call is and what your servant, you know, what your purpose is. And so I talk about that today. I'm really excited for you to be here. So please be sure to listen at the end and let's get to it. So we are live. I'm so excited. So good evening, everyone. I am so happy to be here with you for another evening, our Take the Stage Thursday. I am so excited for our guest for this evening. The lovely Aisa Hillebrand is going to be with us dropping some gems in the group. And so I'm happy to share this platform with you this evening. Thank you so much. It's so good to be here. I'm so grateful that this is a community that basically we can connect and share and really uplift each other and have authentic, honest conversations. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what we want to do. That's the space that we want to create. So why don't we jump right into it? And for those of you who will be catching the replay, please go ahead and drop a hashtag team replay so that we can engage with you in the comments. Aisa is a member of our community, so she will be available to kind of circle back. And so if you have any questions, if there's something that resonated with what she said, she will be able to see it. So why don't you tell the community a little bit about yourself? So I am a holistic, spiritual, transformational life coach. I've been doing it for 18 years. Prior to this, I was a director of child life services. So my background's in child development and psychology. And I kind of got burned out, you know, working with sick kids in the hospital, but I always knew that I had a servant heart and I wanted to be able to share. And so it was a real big disappointment for me to be able to let that career go. I knew I needed to do it because it just mentally and emotionally, it was, 
it was a strain, you know, when you're working with death and dying and, you know, children that are sick, it's, it take a heavy toll. So those of you who are working in fields that are in the front lines, I say thank you, because I know exactly what that's like. And essentially, probably about 20 years ago, I decided to transition into my own career as a coach, um, really supporting women, particularly, I also work with men, but really women in regards to what it is that they feel that they need to do in order to move to the next level and supporting them on that journey. I'm also a twin mama. And so I have two seven year olds, uh, which keep me so busy. (laughs) I mean, it just they're intense. I love them to death. And they're great kids, but it's pretty intense. And so, you know, I am also a producer and a host of my podcast called the gift to shift essentially uncovering the process of what it takes to change because so many people are interested in the movement of the change but are not quite too sure how to do that and what that looks like organically in a way that can support them they have this vision of themselves you know what I mean and you have this vision and you hold it and then you say to yourself okay how is it that I can get there well it takes a process of transformation and change but what exactly does that look like so I talk with really kind incredible wonderful humans that really uncover that process of how how they pivoted and what they did to switch and change their life. And so that's currently where I'm at right now. And it's a pretty good place. That's amazing. That's amazing. And so since your podcast is talking about this idea of pivoting and shifting, I'd love to dig a little bit more into what was that transition like for you? So coming out of a career that kind of defined you, right? Like that was your identity at one point and then oh, completely... Sure shifting into something that really resonated still with your servant heart, but was completely different? You know, I really do believe that there's a call since I've watched, you know, I've watched Frozen like seven times. Frozen 2 actually is pretty deep when it comes to how the sisters are hearing this call. Do you hear that? You know, that's what it says. Do you hear that? Do you hear those of you who are listening that have small kids, you can relate. Do you hear that? And so that's essentially what it felt like for me. It was like a call. It was like a pull forth. It was undeniable. And it was something that I had to pay attention to because I had squashed it, muted it. I had uh, put it away. I had transformed it into things that, that, you know, I thought I wanted to do and really it wasn't. And it wasn't until I really started to be still and really work with someone to kind of comb through all the stuff that I had layered upon it, that I was really able to hear clearly the intention of what it is that I was supposed to do in my life. And so that change oftentimes for most of us comes through kind of hardship. It comes from trauma. It comes from, you know, oh, now I must change because X, Y, and Z has happened. You're shaking your head so you can relate, right? And so it comes from a negative, you know, sometimes it comes from a not so great experience, but everything is really for the higher good of who you are to become. And this kind of spiritual calling that is calling you forth to do something and to move in that direction, you have to heed the call, you know, it's, it's really that have to. So for me, it was a time in my life where I really needed to analyze and kind of look at the behaviors and the patterns more deeply. And it came about because of my goddaughter, Natalia, who passed away from osteosarcoma. Actually, she didn't pass away from osteosarcoma. She had two cancers. She passed away from um, renal medullary sarcoma. And she was 24 years old. And she lived her life to the fullest, like she was on the cover of Vogue, she had decided to, you know, do amazing things with her life in the last 
I don't know, three years of her life, she made such incredible changes and such incredible movements in her life. And she lived on purpose and she lived intentional. Mm. And there was no squashing the conversation within my head and my heart saying that, you know, I couldn't mute it out any longer, you know? And so it was that experience, um, going through that experience with her that really called me forth. And I decided I made a choice to go ahead and say, you know what, it is time to put myself first and also put this call and listen to it and heed it and then figure out what I need to do with it. So then I took my, you know, I, I've always been a coach, but that is really the most latest shift, I should say for myself. I'm pretty transparent with it on the podcast. And the first episode is dedicated to her and her mother. And it really is just a, a another way for me to be able to express and, and share the transitions and the experiences that I have gone through. And that's really been important for me. And so that, um, you know, we continually do them. It's not like you arrive. <laughs> that Absolutely. would be nice. But <laughs> of course, of course, of it, course. It, 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 it's a continual process. So there's, I, you're talking, I'm taking notes. And there's a couple things that kind of stuck out to me while you were speaking. And the first one was the idea of being still. Yeah. How challenging is that? especially when we think about where our world is, like even with the pandemic, a lot of people were saying they were getting clarity because they finally had this opportunity to be still. But even in that stillness, right, your mind is running a mile a minute because we're, we're in a, a place of uncertainty. We're in a place of confusion. People are adjusting from to this new normal. And so yeah. how do you be present enough to be still even when there's <laughs> tidal waves kind of so rolling much. around you. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good question. You know, it's really challenging. And I know that to be true because when you first start to kind of quiet your thoughts and to really go within, it's busy. You know, there's so many things outside of us that are trying to draw us away from the power we have within. Nothing outside of us can be stronger than what we have within. And so for that reason, for me, it's been really important to be able to support people on the process of meditation and prayer and your spiritual practice. And, you know, I said it back in the beginning of 2020 that your spiritual practice is the revolution. You know, like we're talking about all these changes that we want to make. Obviously, 2020 was an impactful, a very incredible year, right? I mean, I'm trying to find words that are just like... <laughs> incredible that, that, that is a good one. <laughs> it's an incredible year, right? I mean, I can say a lot more words about 2020, but essentially it was here to teach us and there's a new way of doing things. Also, it's important to take note that this is a call. It's it's still a call. I had the I had a call. It was different for me, but you know, collectively, there's a call, there's a pull. Mm. And so there's another way to do something, you know, that is calling you forth to do it. And so for each person is absolutely different. But, you know, your spiritual practice is really your revolution. It's the way that you change the internal landscape that you have within. And it also is a way for you to be able to be more compassionate to what's going on outside of you. And we need a whole bunch of compassion, you know, for one another. <laughs> We just yes. need it. I mean, it's just yes. like, how do you, you know, so a, a lot of times, you know, when I'm working with my clients, it's really about finding that because each person has defined it differently. And there have been, you know, different life experiences in your life, in my life that have defined how we look at certain situations and how we hold it and what we look at it and what it looks like. And so kind of combing through that is really the process of becoming still 
because once you can develop a strong spiritual practice, regardless of what your spirituality or how you choose to worship is and what that looks like for you, Mm -hmm. there is still some stillness in that, you know, there there is stillness in that. And so really honoring that part of you first and foremost, will support the stillness within. And oftentimes the stillness within is so much more scarier (laughs) than what's going on outside of us. Absolutely. And I I appreciate you saying that because I think that a lot of times we try to find stillness. We try to find tranquility, peace, that space to kind of reflect and look internally without tapping into some spiritual foundation. And just the practice. So for me as a Christian, the practice of prayer is really it's spiritual, but it's also a mental discipline to be able to kind of block out the distractions and to be present in the moment for me to receive what I need to be receiving in that space. And you said something beautiful, which was that our spiritual foundation allows us, transforms us into compassionate beings. And the only way that we can start to be compassionate beings to other people is if we learn what it means to be compassionate with ourselves and understanding that we all have a landscape that we're moving through. And as you said, like all of those things impact and shape who we are and our our belief systems and even our self-worth and the way that we view ourselves. And so if we're not grounded that's right. It in that foundation, in that core necessity, that it becomes very hard to be compassionate to other people because we're not compassionate with ourselves, understanding that it's a process, it's a growth journey and evolution. It's so essential and it shows up in all parts of our life, you know? And so when you're looking at business and entrepreneurship and people are like, why is it that things aren't consistent? Why am I not feeling supportive? Why is it that I'm not, you know, getting the clients, I'm not retaining them? How do I create more marketing strategies that are in alignment with who I am? It really comes back down to this whole principle of that it first starts with you. Like you put the oxygen mask on first, and then you're able to support and help other people. But also it shows up skewed if you're not attentive in your business. And so it also shows up in your relationships, obviously. And so, you know, combing through that, you know, we may not see it from that place, but you know, what I was really intentional about when really focusing on this practice, my coaching practice was that I wanted to be able to really go deeper it's the less pragmatic way. There's a lot of pragmatic coaches and they're excellent and they're wonderful and it's necessary. There's for me and my coaching practice, it's really focused on getting down to the root and getting down to literally not even the roots, but like that's surrounding the roots, Mm. (laughs) the seed, you know, of really so that when the business grows, when the relationship grows, that it's in alignment with who you are and that it's in, it's consistent. It's that foundation that's going to provide the consistent outcome that you're looking for. Most people, because we've been taught by society that we are wanting to have results without doing the internal work. Mm. So, you know, there's this opposite kind of ends up happening is that because we're looking for the external results, we're not doing any internal work. And then we're thinking that something's wrong with us. 
because it's not coming together. And we're like, well, what's wrong? I have done X, Y, and Z the way that it was proposed or the way that I learned it to be or because I read this book. And the reality is, is that what I saw to be true and what's true to me is that unless you work on that internal part, obviously it's going to be in alignment with your business. Meaning like if we're you know, if I'm coaching a client in regards to their business, it has to be about first the intention. What is your intention? Where is that coming from? So one of the first things that's really important is really figuring out where your purpose is. What does it look like? What does it feel like? And so, you know, walking through that journey of figuring that out is one of the most important things you can do to be able to kind of realign yourself to what it is that you want to see outward. And that has been, those are my principles, uh, intention, creation, and then implementation. And it has worked really well for those who are interested in doing the work. So I want to circle back just a couple steps because you said something about not feeling supportive. And again, it goes back to that, that internal foundation, right? Because this is me being transparent now. I have realized that in my own, because of my own stuff, right? Right. I will look at other people's success and I can look at it from a place of like disdain or, and it's never anything that we, we have enough sense not to verbalize it, (laughs) but, but it's there, right? But Mm -hmm. it's there and it's festering and it's like, well, nobody cares, Nobody cares about that, like whatever. But at its core, it is really an income, an unfulfillment in you as a person that allows you to view somebody else's success as a threat to your own purpose. And so if we're not doing that deep work to say, okay, that's toxic, we need to get rid of that, then there's no way that we can move in a space expecting people to be supportive of us when we are not intentionally supportive, not, not superficially, but like with giving without looking to receive. It is so great that you brought that up because it is those kind of inner voices, right? So to speak that, you know, some of us don't really want to say out loud. And so I acknowledge you for saying that because it's true. And it's not only the thought, it's the judgment on the thought, right? And so you have this judgment about what it is that you're thinking. And then all of a sudden, it comes right back to you like, Oh, my gosh, okay, you know, that wasn't good. That wasn't that was not nice, you know, and then there's this judgment that just kind of like festers over us. Mm -hmm. And then we're trying to compensate and kind of like (laughs) turn it and be like, Okay, no, I'm gonna do all good things now. And so you know what I mean? I mean, it just comes across that way, you know, and then you're like, well, wait, I got to get back on track. That's not that's not who I am. But that kind of like bothers me a little bit. Yeah, you know, and some of it has to do with what you said. Absolutely. That there's this kind of like inner voice, like you're not good enough. You know, it's not enough. You have to do more. And I would even venture to say that a lot of it has to do with what has been imprinted and given to us, Mm. you know, and that's a whole nother ball of, (laughs) it sure is, you know? And so, you know, as you go, you know, if it's important to you, If it's important for you to really successfully organically build your business and build who you are as an individual and serve or give to others, then 
the work is inevitable. Like you absolutely must do it, you know? And so whether you choose to do it with a coach or you choose to do it on your own, the reality is, is that what ends up happening is that you always come back to this intention of what your purpose is. And so for me, what has been most supportive for me is having somebody to journey with this. Because mm. one thing I know for sure is that your brain and your mind is a bad neighborhood. You should not be in there alone. <laughs> like, it's so bad. Like, we can walk down, I mean, like skipping down the rabbit hole, right? Yeah. Because yep. we, um, it's just what brains do. They think, and that's essentially what they do all the time. But if you really want to see results, you know, I strongly encourage you to get a coach and get somebody who can journey with you and support you on this journey because it is so important. It is that much more important for you to be able to really resonate with the truth of who you are. And I'm sure that you have seen that in your almost two decades of coaching that you are working with people and they have a thought, they'll express something and they're being honest and transparent in that moment, yeah. but it's wrong. It's completely wrong. And so I'm sure in, in the most compassionate and loving and kind way possible, you are able to course correct and kind of say, well, are you sure about that? Like, where, where is that coming from? Because there's nothing externally that has told you that that's the case. It could be that people have been told and spoken upon, you know, they have been spoken over, you know, mm, some, mm -hmm. you know, issues or kind of imprinting or, or kind of behaviors or belief systems that they have. Right. So that for sure that can happen. But then we take it on as our own and we don't know which is different. We don't know what's different. We don't know if it's because of that's the way I was raised. And that's what I think about business. My father was a business owner. This is the way he did things so forth and so on. Or if it's really about who you are and the truth of who you are and in alignment with what you want. And mm -hmm. so combing through that is important because in order to show up authentically, that's essentially what you're trying to move towards. I mean, yep. you know, people are, yep. people want to be successful. Well, it's the transparent piece of that that is most attractive to people and people want to hear and know who you are. And so, yeah, so some of it is things that we have taken on mm -hmm. and in mm -hmm. the belief system and other things are, you know, things that we have been given to us. And so combing through that is going to be super beneficial for you as you go and you support other people. Yep. Yep. So every coach should have a coach. <laughs> yeah, I have a coach. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we don't we coaches don't play, you know, yeah. because as a coach, you want to be able you're doing your own work, you have to do yeah. your own work, you can't be, you know, in alignment with your purpose and who you are and what you're doing, unless you're working with someone on the journey that's supporting you because this is doing what it does. Yeah, just think. Yep. Which is yep. think if your brain is that's what your brain is supposed to do, you know, and then we're imprinted and then we see stuff that's going on. And then we hear somebody say, no, I'm not interested in your services. Click. Or, you know, you have somebody who is like, you know, you, you can't really understand. I get this a lot. Like, I can't understand. How can people do that? You know, like, you know, I told them to call me back. I've called them three times. <laughs> I called my, mm. you, know? you know, so it's, it's all a part of putting yourself out there, but who are you putting out there? Yeah. Who are you putting out there? You know, what type of entrepreneur are you putting out there? What type of person and how do you want people to receive you? 
you know, and so walking with someone and journeying with someone is so key and so important uh, because there's always aha moments. I get aha moments with my coach all the time. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a really powerful way to be able to grow and to learn. So your intention is really important because of the purpose. And then it's this kind of creation piece of it, because we're all spiritual beings, however you define and determine that to be, we're all spiritual beings. And so really looking at the vibration, and this really creates some clarity for you. You know, for me, it's really supporting clients and finding their intention and their purpose in a deeper, more connected way. And then it's the creation piece of what that actually looks like, because clarity is key in understanding how you're going to implement everything and what that's going to look like and how you're going to stand on that. And then the last part is the implementation. And that's really just being in alignment, finding ways that you can organically grow your business marketing wise ends up happening is that there's just like this magic, this Mm. energy, this love, this stardust, this love, just this incredible love that shows through your business. And people are like drawn to to it. it. Yeah. And they want that. They want that. And so to be able to create that instead of doing outward results of getting, and I'm not saying that that is not, is not good. It's good. That pragmatic sense, you know, but it's also a different, you can use it differently. So I believe that you know, we all have the power within to be able to, and we know if we, we really get back down to the basics of like staying still enough mm-hmm. to listen, and then to request and in, in prayer or whatever your spiritual practice may be, and then really allow the movement in your life to unfold. It's Absolutely. exciting. It is. It is. This is so beautiful. I appreciate what you have been sharing. So I just want to add one more nugget and then ask you for some final thoughts. But you mentioned just again, like having somebody to to walk the journey with you, because at the end of the day, our brain is going to do what it's going to do, which is think. And I just wanted to add to that because our inherent nature is for self-preservation And it is so helpful to have a coach that tells you you're fine. Like, yeah, they said no, but you're okay. You're still here because at the end of the day, like our brain does not decipher between a no and a threat. It's just, it it just doesn't feel right. And we feel attacked and we feel icky. (laughs) And so to be able to have somebody to walk with us through that, that's huge. Yeah. I'm so grateful that you brought up that piece of it because, you know, we can talk for hours, you and I, um, (laughs) but you know, the reality is, is that, you know, there's a feeling place within you. And so as a society, we've been told to turn off our feelings. And if we do turn them on, turn them on, on the computer behind Facebook on comment section (laughs) of political, right? I mean, just right. Right. I I mean, just, just from a human dynamic perspective, it's so interesting how much emotion can come forth that is not has nothing to do with the topic, but you feel it in the, you know, you can read it, you see this argument with people, especially, you know, this past year, because of what has been going on outside of us, right? And you have to ask the question, where is that energy? Where's the emotion? We've been taught as a society to really shut off feelings and emotions um, Mm. and just do You know, we're doing beings, you know, you have a thought, you got an inspired thought, you're like, okay, perfect, let's do it. And then you go do it. And there's no feeling. What does it feel like? Where are you at? What's going on? And so this cycle kind of continues, you just jump over the feeling. And then 
when something triggers you, then you like, <laughs> right, right. And you're just like, what is going on? Like, so the feeling part of it is the part of the healing as well. It's part of the growth. It's part of the growth. Absolutely. The feeling Absolutely. is a part of the growth. And so I'm just so grateful for the experiences that have um, led me to this right here, right now place and to be able to share with you about, you know, how it has shown up and what it is that I can support and share. Awesome. So before we wrap, I do want yeah. to just ask three takeaways for those who are watching. What are just to be more present to show up in a better way, a more authentic way in your business? What are three things that the people who are watching can implement today to start moving in that direction? Um, well, the first thing is uh, take a breath, like really take a breath, like literally stop and breathe. We hold our breath so much. We don't even realize we're holding our breaths. And so if you can just really just take a breath right now, you know, it's, it's, it's very interesting. We don't even give ourselves time to take a breath. And so if you want to be more grounded, if you want to have, you know, a little bit better clarity, I would say definitely take a breath. I would suggest, and I said this earlier is get yourself a coach, mm. like get someone to journey with you to support you in your business, because we are not made to do things by ourselves. You know, mm -hmm. we're really, we work best in community. And so find a community, get a coach and support yourself. And this is really about self-care. You know, we have lots of topics on self-care and they're all great. And I essentially hold self-care as a way to be able to support myself in healing and growth. And mm -hmm. that means that I deserve a coach and I deserve to have things that are going to support me to show up in a more authentic way. And the third thing is when you're looking at your business, particularly for entrepreneurs, you want to make sure that at the very minimum that you are present to what's going on, meaning that you are present to the details of it all. It's just not the entire picture. Like really look at the details of what it is that's important to you. And that comes from like a combing through, which is something that has been supportive for me in my practice is just really combing through and kind of asking questions about what is it that you want? What does it look like? What does it feel like? What is it that is most supportive for you? Are you feeling stuck? You know, what does that come across as? Is there anxiety? Why don't you move mm. forward? Consistency. So it's almost like an intake. And so I would suggest that those who are as a business owner really, you know, kind of detail your business, you yeah. know, what, yeah. what are the little tiny details that are important to you for you to be able to clarify so that you can show up the most authentic that you can. And so, so yeah, so it's, it's a really great journey if you're willing to take it and you're willing to have a sustainable business. And I think that's what I get the most, you know, people are like, how can I have a sustainable business? I don't want to be a fly by night kind of person. Mm. How can I get unstuck? What can I do to, you know, build my business organically? How can I separate myself from everything that's going on? Because everything is on social media right now, right? Of course. So, and not allow yourself to be swayed in this whole kind of outwardness. Mm. And like we started off with this conversation is really going within and being still. And so 
you know, that seems like a lot that could seem like a lot. And if it does reach out, you know, and, and, and get the support that you need. Absolutely. So thank you so much. Please let the people know how they can find you. I know you mentioned the podcast, but please say it again and how they can reach out to you. Thank you so much. So it's gift to shift. That's the podcast name. And that's the name on all the handles. And so IG and LinkedIn and Pinterest, it's gift to shift. Um, You can follow me on IG. And soon we're going to relaunch for the new season of the podcast. And I'm excited about that. So you'll get more details. And I'm doing a spring forward event. It's going to be focused on a power hour of training. Um, Mm -hmm. and education and support for entrepreneurs. And we're going to be talking about resistance and rejection and, you know, building marketing strategies that are in alignment with your purpose, setting an intention. It's going to be focused around time management and emotional management. So that information will be up on the IG account um, in mid-March. Yeah. And there'll be power hours and you can sign up and, you know, it'll be a small group. It's not going to be a big group at all because I need to be able to have some feedback and people to connect. Yeah. Yeah, That's the way that I'm serving. That's the way that I'm showing up. And so you'll find all that at gift to shift on any of the platforms that you're on. You can also go to gift which is my website. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. And please make sure you give me um, any of the promotional materials for uh, your you. power hours, because I definitely want to make sure that we share it in the community. But Aisa, this has been wonderful. I'm Thank so you. happy that we got to do this. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful you reached out. Definitely Absolutely. nothing happens by coincidence. Absolutely not. Thank you to Lauren for her time. It was great. It was different, you know, being interviewed. I usually um, am the one who's interviewing. And so it was great to be able to have someone. She's a former podcaster. So I was grateful to her. So thank you, Lauren. And so I am excited to share that we are going to be starting season two. I'm going to take a, a break, a pause, so to speak. And uh, we will be starting season two in September. I'm really excited about this because we're going to be focused on women, sexuality and energy around relationships. And I have some really great guests lined up. So I'm thrilled. So please be sure to subscribe these next few weeks, months. We're going to go ahead and I'll be promoting my previous episodes. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to them, this would be a great time to catch up on them. So please be sure to subscribe because things may change at any moment. And it's exciting to be able to communicate with you this way. And I want to be sure that you're in touch. So follow me on all my socials. I'll continue to be a presence there. Make sure that you go ahead also and shoot me an email or a DM if you're interested in some support in regards to coaching the ability to be able to share my gifts and to serve others who are in need is really important. And we need to do that more often. And so here I am really just being and walking in my true authentic self. And that means that I have tons of gifts that I can support others on. And so do you. And so let's go ahead and connect. And if you need support, or if there's something that you are searching for is a little tug in your heart, be sure to reach out. And I'm excited. So as always, we'll talk soon. And um, please be sure to subscribe. And thank you so much for the love and support. I'm so excited. And I'll see you and we'll talk soon. Thanks so much.